Hey guys, welcome back to the Mothering Together podcast. I'm your host, Kayla, and today we're talking all about fixing a solvable problem. What do I mean by that? I mean, fixing a problem that has a solution that is pretty simple and you just haven't done it yet. And today we're going to pick one and you're going to figure out how to solve it. And that is going to give you a boost of confidence that you very much so deserve. So stick around and let's do it. Welcome to the Mothering Together podcast. I'm your host, Kayla, and I am here to be your ADHD mom friend. Together, we're going to discover plausible and practical tips for stay-at-home moms with ADHD. It's not like the other podcasts out there where one woman found success doing XYZ strategy and she thinks anyone can do it. No, no, no. We're going to work through systems to find what works for women like you and me who struggle with time management and organization, who have tried all the other things and they didn't work because they weren't individualized and for us personally. As a mom of two and with ADHD myself, I understand how challenging it can be to balance homemaking, raising those little lovable monsters and managing our own unique brains. But don't worry, you're not alone. Each week, I release a new episode on Wednesday where I discuss topics related to homemaking, parenting, and time management. I get to leverage my connections as a pediatric SLP to get interviews with experts in the fields of parenting and development. I share my own personal stories and the stories of moms from our community. And most importantly, I fill each of these episodes with practical tips that you can try today. The goal of each and every episode of this podcast is for you to have at least one at least one idea that will give you a whole heck of a lot more ease and a little bit less stress in your day-to-day life as a stay-at-home mom. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom with ADHD or you're just looking for ways to better manage your time in your home, I'm here to help. Go brew yourself the biggest cup of coffee that your Keurig can handle and let's dive in. So while I was on vacation at the beach, I was reading a lot of books because that's my thing and the book I was reading a lot was called the healthy mind toolkit simple strategies to get out of your own way and enjoy your life and like who wouldn't want to get out of their own way and enjoy their life it was written by Alice Boys PhD and there's probably going to be lots of her advice that trickles through this podcast because she had really great tips that were pragmatic and useful and um, really gave me a new perspective on my own brain. So if you're into that sort of like self-helpy thing, then definitely go check out this book. But today we are doing one of the things she recommended, which is to solve or fix a solvable problem. And when I read this, I was just like, what the heck is that? What does that mean? Like if I could fix it, it would be fixed, right? But that's not true. So here's an example of one of the ones I've fixed since I read this book. So I would go to a store and I would like a grocery store. I don't go like clothes shopping very often, but I would go to the grocery store and I would be in the line and I would have to like find my wallet <laughs> to pay. And you can, what you, I'm like the oldest old lady when I go to pay now, I'm like, I could tap it or I could put it in or I could slide it. I don't know if this is true across the world, but like credit cards are weird now. You have too many choices. And so I have like mentally been like, okay, my choice is I'm going to use the chip and I am not going to worry about the tap and whatever, but it involves searching my diaper bag 
for my wallet. And so I said, you know what I could do? I could put my phone, like use my phone to pay. I know I have Apple Pay or whatever. I don't have an Apple phone, but I have the way to pay on my phone. I just haven't set it up yet because I got caught up at the step where you had to like, it has to contact your bank. And I had this like moment of anxiety and I just stopped. And it's not that I don't trust online banking. It's that I just had that moment of anxiety. I stopped and I never returned to it. You see what I mean? This is a very solvable problem. I could pay with my phone very easily if I finished the task, but I haven't done it. I haven't spent the time. Another example is updating my passwords in, we have a password manager. I am infamous for not putting them in. I don't spend the time to put them in. So that's one of my solvable problems that I've solved. Like I'm constantly like, wait, where did I put that password? Oh, it's in this place. It's in that place. I went through all my places and I just checked them into my password manager. My husband is fantastic at noticing these like things that we could upgrade really simply to improve our lives. So like the other day I came home and he had put a hook next to our shower where there hadn't been one before. And he was like, yeah, I just figured it made sense that we could hang them up instead of like dropping our towels on the floor while we're showering. I never would have thought of that. It's these simple solutions that don't necessarily like you haven't even thought of. That's what we're talking about. If there's a thing that happens a lot that you you could fix and you haven't thought of a solution, that's what today is for. Maybe you have this like budgetary thing where you know you're paying too much for certain things. You just haven't spent the time to think it through. Or maybe you don't reach out to your friends enough. Maybe you have that thing that pops up when you have too many photos and you don't have a system for going through your photos and deleting them. I do have one. I don't know where I heard it but it really works well. Okay. So stick around. We're going to talk about it before we talk about like the steps, because it's not complicated to do it. You just have to identify a problem and solve it. But before we do that, let's talk about why don't we solve our problems? And I think, you know, the book was written to like a not super neurodivergent. I mean, yes, it was neurodivergent. And then it was written to like people who have mental health challenges, but it wasn't written to like an ADHD crowd. And I think for us, one of the things that happens is we go blind to our problems. Like we don't see them anymore. We just really, we get into like a rhythm of working around it. So like, as an example, I have a laptop from way long time ago and I still use it because I'm cheap. And one of the things like I, my husband updated something and didn't update it correctly. And so in order to turn on my computer, I have to like hit the escape button to get out of this, like this window that asks for clarification. And and I have to just say, Oh, escape that window. And then it will turn on. But if I don't hit the escape button, it doesn't turn on. Like that's not a solvable problem. I have no idea how to fix that. But you know what I'm talking about? Those things that we do habitually to work around a problem that could be fixed and could like work easier. Like it could just be one step of push the power button and then my computer turns on. But instead it's like four buttons to get my computer to hopefully turn on. 
Anyway, I digress. So we do go blind to our problems or we get used to the workaround, right? Like it worked for me to search my bag and find all that stuff. It was fine, but it was a lot of time and I'm juggling kids and it's the time of the person and it adds like it boosts the stress level. So fixing that problem of searching for my wallet and just having my phone ready, that made life easier. And think about how many times a week I have a transaction like that. It's a lot. Thinking that, okay, so here's another thing. Sometimes we think that the solution to the problem is going to take like forever or be really complicated and hard. Like another solution that I've recently found for myself is dog food like we kept running out of dog food and my husband and I hadn't been I think we had been subscribed to Chewy for a while and then we stopped and because my husband was like it's not working the rhythm's not working we're getting too much food whatever and we hadn't like paused and figured it out we just canceled it and then I was going to the local place which was working fine until it wasn't and then I would go and they'd be like oh we don't have that brand right now right? Problems, problems, problems. And so, you know, you you start to think that the solution is going to take longer, but it literally took me like five minutes to go on Chewy, set up a new thing and set a reminder in my phone to like check in with myself and say, should I change the frequency? Like, is that too much? Is that too little? So problem solved. It took five minutes. Now I don't have to worry about dog food. The last thing is anxiety, right? Like we've messed stuff up before there have been times where we have thoroughly messed stuff up i have this recurring nightmare knock on wood it hasn't happened to me recently or ever it hasn't it happened to a friend though we've messed stuff up because we have adhd and so sometimes when we've messed things up we've been people who mess things up we overcompensate with perfectionism which is just like a horrible horrible strategy because no one is perfect but so we've messed things up and we worry that if we try something new we're gonna mess it up again so my example is always the easy pass which I don't know if that's everywhere but it's basically toll roads you have this like little pass that you get charged as you go through the toll and I have this nightmare that I'm going to like not have checked it and I'm going to have going to owe a ton of money on it. And they're going to say like, you can't get your license or whatever, which is what happens. I don't actually go through a lot of tolls, but I just, that's like my worry. I have something somewhere that I've forgotten. And so that's our worry, right? That we're going to try this new system and we're going to forget it. What, what is working is already working. And so we just don't solve a solvable problem. I think we can speak to that part of our anxiety and say, okay, yes, there have been moments where I have had what feel like failures. However, it's not going to hold me back from solving this problem because the extra time the current system takes is so much of my life that I'm not going to give to this problem. Right? Like think about, I would spend like three minutes to, not even three minutes, but like 30 seconds searching for my wallet instead of five seconds pulling up the phone. 
think of the differential there. Like that's so much more time just spent searching for my wallet. I don't, I don't have the headspace for that. Okay. So let's solve a solvable problem and it's going to be great. And it's going to build your confidence, which is even better. So the first thing you're going to do is pick a solvable problem. That's going to improve your quality of life on a day to day level. So maybe, maybe it's something like when you make coffee, your coffee mugs and your coffee and your coffee pot and your, like all of your supplies are spread out in different places around your kitchen. Can you re rearrange such that they're all together so that making coffee isn't bit booping around to different places in your kitchen? Maybe, or maybe it's solving a solvable, solvable problem where you don't reach out to your friends. Maybe it's adding a reminder in your phone to text a certain couple of friends every so often. Ooh, okay. If it's a photo thing, I definitely have a solution for you. And I don't know. I definitely heard it on a podcast. I'm sorry. I don't know who said it. It's really cool though, but basically you go through whenever it's a new month, you go through whatever your photo app is and you go day by day. So you search in your phone app, like August 1st, August 2nd, August 3rd, go by day. And then it shows you the many years of pictures that you have for that date. And it's kind of fun. Cause you get to think back like this time, three years ago, we were doing blah, blah, blah. And go through and delete. Like I have so many, like duplicate pictures, pictures of receipts, pictures of my food, pictures that I took for work that are no longer re relevant. Right. And once you do that every month, you're really going to stop getting those notifications that are like, you need more space, buy more space or alternatively buy more space, go one way or the other way. Okay. So once you pick your problem, if you need help, let me know. Then you're going to spend the time to think of a solution that's super solvable. And then once you solve it, you're going to feel that success and you're going to use it to propel you throughout the rest of your day to make even more small, simple, successful motions. All right, go and share. Hopefully I've given you enough of my ideas to like, I've given you one of one for you. Go and share your little win of the day over on the Facebook group and I can't wait to hear what you do. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Mothering Together. I hope you found it helpful and inspiring. If you wanna keep the conversation going and connect with other amazing moms with ADHD, then I'd love for you to join our private Facebook group. It's a great way to get more tips, support, and community. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you have any burning questions or ideas for future episodes, I'm always here to help. So just shoot me an email at motheringtogetherpodcast at gmail.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Remember, you're not alone in this journey. We're all in it together and together, we can create a more joyful and fulfilling life. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode.